Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to Students Beyond Borders, a podcast for internationalizing your education. And I'm your host, Kate, here with my co-host, Nicole. This week, we have an important topic of discussion on deck as we dive into one of the trending opportunities to boost career readiness, something that's gaining traction among students looking for work experience with an international twist. Today, we catch up with USAC alum who spent recent months working virtual internships. Yep, that's right, virtual internships. You might be wondering what exactly is a virtual internship, how these types of opportunities work, who they're for, and what students can get out of working remotely with international teams. Our first virtual internship interview is with Megan, a math major at the University of Arkansas. Megan interned with the Play and Learn Foundation in Accra, Ghana, and has a ton of great stories to share about her experience. Ready? Let's get into it. First off, thank you for being here. If you want to introduce yourself, tell our listeners a little bit about you, and then we'll dive into our questions. Hi, I'm Megan. Thank you so much for having me here. I am a sophomore honors college fellow at the University of Arkansas. I take part in FIMU Alpha Beta, so I'm in the alumni committee and diversity and inclusion committee, and I'm also in Alpha Lambda Delta, which is the honor society here on campus. Awesome. You sound pretty involved. I also saw that you were involved with the Boys and Girls Club. Is that right? Yes. So during high school, I actually worked there. But now that I'm in college, I don't really have the time to work there. But I like to go back and volunteer because I love going back to see the kids. Yeah, that's great. That's something I did as well in college, actually. And I loved it. So I saw that and I had to make a shout out to the Boys and Girls Club. Such a great (laughs) organization to get involved with. They really are. Yeah. So Megan, what do you study and how does that play into your career goals, especially as we're going to be talking about this virtual internship? I wanted to see, you know, what you do and what you have planned maybe after graduation, if you have something planned. (laughs) So I am a math major and I am focused on applied math. I'm not too sure what I want to do with it yet. I'm thinking about trying research. And if that's something I like, then I will probably continue to pursue that in graduate school and then postgraduate school. But as of now, I'm not too sure I could pick up a business minor or major and follow that instead and then just go to the workforce after college, but not too sure. Still figuring it out. That's okay. I still feel like I'm figuring it out sometimes. But in terms of your virtual internship, I don't think a lot of students think of STEM, but specifically math majors as being relevant to study abroad and study abroad internship, what made you pursue the virtual internship route? And how did you kind of fit that into your academic journey? Yeah, so I was initially looking for a a virtual internship that was kind of related with STEM. And so the one that I found through USAC, I had heard that I would be able to analyze data, which is something that I was interested in and would obviously have to do with math. And it didn't really end up that way as I went through through the program, which was totally fine. But it also got me interested in social services because it was just something I wanted to try. And obviously, if I liked social services, I would find my place with math within social services. So did you have study abroad plans originally that that led to an internship option? Or how did you get to a virtual internship? I was supposed to study abroad in Greece last summer, but obviously that got canceled. 
but I knew that I didn't want to just sit at home all summer doing nothing. So I reached out to a lady in my honors college and she pointed me towards all these virtual internship options. And so I just went through them and I found that I liked USACs the best. And so I continued with USAC and applied. What were your first thoughts about virtual internships? Obviously, you were planning on going in person to study abroad. You said in Greece, but things changed, as we all know, happened last year. What were your first impressions of a virtual internship? What initially drew you to it other than need and accessibility at the time? So I hadn't had much professional experience before, so I thought this virtual internship would be a good place to start. I was honestly a little intimidated because being virtual, like this is the first time it was happening for anybody. And so I wasn't really sure what to expect. I just thought from internships in general that it would be really time consuming and very professional. And I was just nervous that since I hadn't had any professional experience before that I wouldn't be super successful within progressing my own goals and like helping out within the organization itself. Wow. So this was your first internship. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I can imagine how intimidating that must feel. I remember maybe my first internship and I don't think virtual options were an opportunity at the time, but being so nervous showing up the first day because I didn't have that experience before and it's, it's all these unknowns. So I can imagine definitely how that looks a little bit differently when you're doing it all virtually for sure. Yeah, it was a little scary because <laughs> I had worries about my Wi-Fi, which seems like a weird thing to be worried about, but I didn't want to be like talking to my supervisor and like completely cut out and have everything go wrong and just because of Wi-Fi or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm wondering, Megan, how that process uh, went in, in finding this internship and then being placed. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so whenever I did my application through USAC, I completed a placement questionnaire that basically asked me, are there any other languages that I am proficient in? It asked me what fields I was interested in. And so whenever I went through it, I selected social services, business, and engineering. You also indicate your goals for the internship and you talk about what kind of experiences or classes you've taken that would help you within those fields that you said that you were interested in. And so once I submitted my application, I had a USAC staff interview me and he listed out the companies and nonprofits related to the fields that I said I was interested in. And then I basically told him which one I liked the most. And then he reached out to that organization and then they eventually reached out back to me. I think that's a good point to make that students probably, I imagine, are concerned about when applying not only for an internship, but one virtually is how much choice they get in their placement and where they end up. So it's nice to hear that you had pre-selected your internship placement before you actually enrolled in the program. So let's talk about exactly where you interned because we haven't even mentioned it yet. Where was your placement and what was your role, your daily responsibilities? Tell us a little bit about that. So I was placed with the Play and Learn Foundation, which is a nonprofit based in Accra, Ghana. And my supervisor, Nana Ohene, was actually the founder and executive director. And so he started PAL in 2015, I want to say. And he used to coach football at a park. And so a lot of kids would 
come by near his community and see him coaching. And he found that a lot of the kids had a passion and love for football. And so he decided to start a program where these kids could come after school and play football. And then he also developed it into an academic learning environment so that kids could continue learning outside of the classroom. And so he has benefited more than 250 children from underdeveloped communities academically, and even more so kids that participated in athletics. And so right now they have programs like girls empowerment, they have mentorships, tutoring, of course, football, and they do a lot of community outreach. They've been really helpful towards families involved with in PAL, especially during COVID. So they've been giving them COVID relief packages. And so they've just been really helpful within the community in Accra because they are just helping kids become leaders of their community. It sounds like such a great organization to get involved with. And I'm wondering what your tasks looked like. Did you get involved with any particular projects or what were you able to accomplish during your time with Play and Learn? So at Play and Learn, I helped develop a program called Learning on the Go. This program basically allowed kids to get some experiential learning in the form of field trips and job shadowings. So the schools within their communities don't really have the opportunity to allow kids with these experiences. At PAL, kids are able to do this even though they are not inside the classroom. I basically researched a lot of similar programs like PAL and like Learning on the Go that were happening within the U.S. so that I could get information from them, see how they operated, what was the best structure to do so. And then I would take what I learned from those other programs and apply it to our program, Learning on the Go. To break it up first with field trips, I helped introduce the structure of the field trip so that kids would get the most out of it. And so there would be a pre-trip classroom lesson. So kids would basically get introduced to an essential question, which was basically just a broad goal and a broad idea of what the trip would be about. This essential question the kids could think about while they're on the field trip. On the field trip, they would have like an activity, like maybe a worksheet, maybe like a scavenger hunt to help them focus in on what are the main like important parts of what you're learning today. And then there would be a post-trip evaluation, kind of just going over everything that they learned. There are three categories of trips that we want to take the kids on. One of them was Ghanaian history and culture. The second one would be civic engagement and education. So we would take them to places like the Supreme Court, the Bank of Ghana. And then the third category would be like fun trips. And so those would be things like the movie theater or like an outdoor play space. And then the second part of learning on the go was job shadowing. Through my research, I was able to create a partnership with PAL and the Myers-Briggs company. The Myers-Briggs company helps develop like culture within companies and organizations. Myers-Briggs company has a platform called Vita Navis. And on this platform, they have something called the super strong assessment, which basically helps determine vocational interests based on personality traits. This test is based on the RISEC model. And so basically you take this test, it will give you situational questions of how much you would like to do this task versus that task. And then at the end of the test, it would give you three occupational themes. Within those three occupational themes, it would give you jobs and careers that they think would most likely fit with your personality and your character. We thought this would be very helpful for students who weren't exactly sure what kind of jobs were out there. We thought that the super strong assessment was a great way for them to be able to just like see what the options are. And then aside from the assessment itself, there's also a career search tool. 
so kids could look at jobs that maybe weren't under the occupational themes that the test had given them. There's also an education search, so people could look up colleges and universities. Since the Myers-Briggs company is an American company, they were only colleges and universities within America, but we thought that we should leave it in just in case kids aspired to study abroad. And then there was also a tool in there called Skills Builder, which kind of is like a resume builder. It allows kids to keep track of the jobs they had, the volunteer they had, the kind of technological skills they have. We thought that was a great way to keep track of everything that the kids were doing. And then finally, we included a bunch of resources just regarding personal branding, picking the right career, how to write a resume, and just a lot of job preparation tools. Wow, that sounds like a tremendous amount of involvement from you. While you were talking about all of that, I was thinking, you know, this sounds less and less like math, but (laughs) it's such an awesome opportunity to get involved with different areas where you can explore and see what interests you. And I think that's such a great pull and benefit from taking internships and getting involved in organizations, even on a volunteer basis, is that you get to really dive into so many different aspects of how that program is run and really dive into different corners that you might not have initially, you know, showed up for to begin with. But That sounds really great. And one of the things I was thinking also while you were talking about this was the parallels we can draw to study abroad opportunities that even USAC offers, such as our field studies, which do have a similar function like your field trips and having those structures behind them where there's a question asked, you're doing some reflection prior, during, and then after the trip so that you can really fit in more context to that situation. You can reflect on it, think about it, and then learn how to apply that knowledge that you just, you know, acquired and and went through, you know, in your real life. That's all really, really interesting. It sounds like an awesome internship opportunity. I was going to say too, it sounds like a lot of the resources that you're providing the kids that you worked with probably, I imagine, were useful for you as well. It sounds like stuff even I in an established career would like to have on hand. It sounds like you were doing a little bit of double dipping, teaching and helping, but also helping yourself, which I think is really great. Of course, we want our internship to go both ways, always. But moving on, as Kate said, this internship, it sounds like got further and further away from your math major, which again is great. But as is your first internship and then an internship in a different field than what you're studying, how do you think it helped you with your career goals? How was it assistant in you taking those next steps professionally? Yeah, so my internship, like you said, definitely wasn't centered too much around math, which was okay. I still had a really fun time. I think in the long run, it kind of made me realize that maybe social services isn't what I want to focus my career on. And it's more so see it as a a side hobby. And so I think I still do want to pursue something within math, but I definitely still want to keep social services on my radar. I think that's a great point to make. A lot of times we, and I don't mean USAC specifically, but we in general as professional people, preach internships to really learn about your intended field, continue what you're doing with your major, dive in, get experience in your industry. But I think it's just as valuable to come out of an internship knowing, okay, I've checked that box and it's not for me. I'm going to keep it in my back pocket, you know, because I enjoy it. Like you said, social services is a hobby, but it's probably not going to be something I pursue as a career. I think that's just as valuable in my opinion, especially 
especially now in this world, there are 18 bajillion jobs and industries you can go in. And so if an internship helps you narrow down your choices and kind of narrow your path, I think that's just as valuable and just as important as an internship that maybe does the opposite. And also, I'm sure you developed a lot of skills that might not be thought of necessarily when you're thinking about math skills or a math major, like communication skills, intercultural communication and problem solving when it comes to helping students out, what their needs are. It sounds like these skills, even though, you know, you would think they necessarily tied to a math degree, they're going to help you in whatever comes next in your career and in your future, right? I think there's definitely benefits that you're going to be, you know, finding as you go into the next position and the position after that, how this has helped you, you know, build that base for sure. Moving forward, the program that you worked with is located in Accra, Ghana. You originally wanted to study abroad in Greece. That was your big plan for 2020 before all of this. So two very different cultures, both very different than American culture. What kind of cultural differences did you experience as part of your virtual internship? Were you expecting to experience these cultural boundaries when you were participating in a virtual opportunity? And how did you overcome them? How did they impact your daily work life? So whenever I was working with PAL, it was a very collaborative community. I was the only one working on my project along with Nana because there were other virtual interns, but they were working on other projects. But sometimes we would have meetings where we would all get together and discuss what we were doing, like what improvements we were making. And I could just tell that it was very collaborative, very friendly. It wasn't competitive as we often see in American society. And so that was something a little different than what I was expecting just because even though I have not had professional experience in America, I've obviously like gone through the school system and I see the competition that goes on. Working with PAL, it was just super friendly and open. They really show gratitude towards everything that you do. Something that was also different was I wasn't given any deadlines with my program. We didn't even have a target program start date. So I wasn't really sure if I was working too fast or too slow. And it was a little odd for me to ask like, hey, am I doing all right? Like, do you want me to go faster? Do you want me to work slower? Do you want me to like meet more often with you? And Nana was super nice about it. And he was like, no, I think you're doing a great job. I really like everything that you're doing. I had very relaxed timelines and it was definitely weird just because even though I was getting confirmation that everything I was doing was fine, it was good. It was just still a little odd, but I guess in the long run, it kind of relieved me of the pressure of, oh, you have to get it done by this time and this date. I think that also sort of ties with maybe a discussion to be had around expectations when you're joining an internship just in general. But when you're doing an international virtual internship, what are your expectations and how do you manage those with your employer? Because that's a really important process in the internship experience is, like I mentioned before, you know, building those communication skills, understanding cultural differences, because the working environment in America can look very different than something in a different part of the world. And we might show up, now I'm not saying that you did, but we might show up, right, with expectations of, okay, well, this is how 
it should be, right? And then you get involved and you realize, oh, wow, it's a lot different than I thought. How do I deal with this? And then you start doing your own, you know, personal growth and career growth in that building those skills. How do I navigate these tricky situations that, you know, you find yourself in? Well, and I think that that can be said for organizations within the U.S. as well. Like every job is going to be different. Every organization is going to have a different company culture, different expectations from their interns or full-time staff. I've experienced it for sure, even just in my own relatively short career, that you're going to have to manage expectations differently. The way that they approach their work in organizations is going to be different. So I think that's a really valuable skill for you to have learned right out the gate with your first professional experience with this internship is understanding that not every company is going to probably do things the way that you expect them to, and then having to adapt and be flexible and learn how to manage projects when you don't have a deadline or a supervisor who doesn't need to meet with you weekly, bi-weekly, whatever, to discuss your progress and adapting back and forth kind of within those different guidelines or lack of guidelines. It's a useful tool that I imagine years from now, you're going to be glad that you have in your back pocket. Totally. I second all of that, Nicole, especially. And I feel like I've had that same experience where different size organizations I've worked with as well, you know, it it differs so much the amount of maybe attention that you're getting. Ultimately though, it's it's helping you build your own accountability and get yourself organized because it seems like that sometimes is the best way to get yourself on track is making sure you're doing everything you can. So I'm wondering, a part of this virtual internship, I believe if you can maybe tell us a little bit about that, was a global internship seminar. I've heard the different types of programs and uh, sessions that have been a part of that, but could you tell us a little bit more about how that was integrated into your virtual internship experience? How did you like that? What did you think? The global internship seminar kind of had weekly assignments for us. So we would read an article or we would watch a video and learn about certain things as our internship progressed. And so at first it was about personal branding. How would our internship that we're taking a part of, how would that relate to our future career goals? And then later, as we got more time within our organizations through the internship, we learned more about organizational frameworks and the cultures of the organizations. And so it really helped me get a better sense of the culture since I was not obviously able to physically immerse myself in it. I learned about how I can understand a culture and how, like I said before, Ghana was way more collaborative than what I expected just because of American society. I learned about symbols and how they're really important within an organization. And at PAL, one of our big symbols is a star. So we would tell the kids like, your star will continue to shine. I learned that heroes are a really big part of culture. And I think for me, whenever I analyzed PAL, I saw that Nana was the hero because he was helping out all the kids. I learned through organizational frameworks are obviously different kinds within different organizations. And so that kind of just depends on how strict the hierarchy is, how everybody works together. And PAL, I was treated like an equal, like despite none of being my supervisor. And so it was just very friendly. And that was something that I really enjoyed. And so this seminar just helped me understand like the culture itself and how organizations are organized. That is really great. It sounds like this internship was 
very busy for you and very impactful, even if it wasn't aligned with your math background and your math aspirations. It sounds like you gained a lot from it and learned a lot. I'm even learning a lot just speaking to you about it. It makes me excited for these internship opportunities. What do you think, whether it was from the seminar itself, the lessons you learned there, or your day-to-day work, what were your biggest takeaways from this virtual internship? I think my biggest takeaways come from the actual internship itself. I had to do a lot of outreach to other companies. I would reach out to schools. I would reach out to other organizations, asking them, hey, how do you organize this? How do you run this kind of program? Just so that I could get some insight. What I learned was that I had a lot of connections prior to the internship that I didn't really realize I could use in a professional manner. An example of that is I live in Bentonville. Walmart is obviously a big thing here. I reached out to Walmart and asked them how they handle job shadowing opportunities. And since I worked at the Boys and Girls Club, I realized that I could ask them about how they mediate and plan field trips and stuff. I just had a lot of prior connections that I didn't really think of. Like coming into um, my internship, I didn't think of them being useful, but they ended up did helping out in the long run. And then another thing was I learned a lot about professional outreach. If I emailed a company and I didn't get a response back, I would be a little discouraged. But I learned that I can't just wait for those other people because they have other things to do and I have something that I need to get done. So I just needed to continue looking for other outlets and looking for other people to talk to and communicate with. So basically, I learned to not base my work ethic on what other people were doing. So Megan, I'm wondering what's next for you in life? What do you have planned? So this summer I am applying for an REU, which is research experience for undergraduates. Hopefully if I get admitted, then I will see if research is something that I like. And if it is, then I will most likely continue on to graduate school to keep doing research. I'm still keeping an eye out for study abroad, something that I would love to do. And I'm just waiting for the opportunity to arise. You'll get there. I think it's in the books for you, especially with this experience under your belt. You're going to definitely find a way, right? I agree. I think you'll you'll end up exactly where you need to be, whether it's here or abroad. It'll all work out for you, for sure. Megan, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast, for sharing a little bit about your story, your virtual internship experience. Any final words? Any last piece of advice you have for students before we sign off? Throughout my USAC internship, I felt super supported. I had my PAL supervisor who was also super friendly. And then I had a site supervisor through USAC. And then with my seminar, I also had another USAC advisor. And with the seminars, you are participating with other students who are working in different internships, but they are also just a means of support. I actually had to do a one-on-one interview with another student And I learned more about her internship and the culture that she was working at, which was super cool. But you always have somebody to go to if you need help. And it's just a great experience. And I thank you for having me here at this podcast. Thanks, Megan. It's been a pleasure having you. And good luck on your next steps. And again, thanks for sharing. Thank you so much. It was so nice to talk to you too. Thank you for 
are listening to Students Beyond Borders, a podcast brought to you by the University Studies Abroad Consortium. Please listen, subscribe, and review us on Buzzsprout or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow USAC on all your favorite social media channels at Study Abroad USAC. And if you have an idea for a future episode or want to learn more about Study Abroad, you can email us at studyabroad at usac.edu.